Hello and welcome to the show, episode 90 of the Dairobi Health Show, in which we answer the question, are carbs bad for you? And the answer ultimately is no. End of episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, Actually, I'm going to go into a lot more detail on this and a lot of science. There is a ton of science on this topic. This is nothing new. There may be people who feel one way or another about it, but regardless of how you feel, it would be wise to see what the evidence says when there is so much research. You may not be aware of the research, but it is out there, and it's huge, and the body of science and studies on low-carb diets is big, including research on specific groups like those who are obese and those who have diabetes. I'm putting links to everything I reference in this episode on the blog at blog.dirobi.com. This is episode 90. You can easily find that information. And if you want to go through all these studies yourself, feel free and go ahead. Now, for a long time, fat was the enemy. Low-fat diets. We, we, We took fat out of dairy. We took fat out of everything and replaced it with sugar and chemicals. And of course, that worked really well, right? And of course, uh, we know that did not work very well. And people actually cut out fat and we got more fat as a society. And now it's carbs. We've turned our attention to carbs. Low-carb diets, keto diets are the rage. Now, let's go through the research and find out what the actual research says. Uh, And first of all, let me start with a story because I have personally lived for almost a year on a low-carb diet. As a matter of fact, I was doing it for training purposes. In 2012, um, I had been doing triathlon, short-distance triathlons, not the uh, Ironman full-length distance triathlons. I was doing what's called sprint and and, uh, Olympic distance triathlons. These are shorter distances. An Olympic distance triathlon is where you swim 1.2 miles And then uh, you bike about 24 to 28 miles, depending on the course. And then you run a 10K, okay? And that was a a favorite distance of mine. And uh, it it kept me in great shape, running, biking, swimming. And I bought a course uh, on on low-carb eating for triathletes. And I got really serious. In 2012, I wanted to qualify for and compete in the national championships in Olympic distance triathlon. Now it's it's hard. I had to really dedicate myself. I had to win a race in my age group uh, in a qualifying event. Well, the qualifying events are full of the best and fastest people, and so that was difficult. I had to enter a few events to to you know give me a chance to win one. I did. I qualified for the event. I did this low carb eating. I started in January of 2012, and I followed it all the way through September. And I had a great year training. I, I did 10 races that year, and I podiumed in six. I won a few. I don't remember the exact numbers. But I was first place in like four races and in the top three and a few others. And I just had a great year. And at 46 years old, I did the national championships in Olympic distance triathlon in Burlington, Vermont, with the 2,000 fastest triathletes in the country. It was just the coolest thing ever. It was so fun. And I finished in the top 25%, which for at the time I was 46 years old, and there was a lot of 20-year-olds behind me, and I thought that was really cool. I was very happy uh, with my time. But man, when the season was over, I was beat up. As a matter of fact, I got my blood work done, got a physical, and my hormones were whacked, and I was beat from the, the, the season. But I also knew something was kind of wrong with me. Like, I, First of all, I wasn't sleeping very well. And, you know, you think when someone's in top physical shape, 
that they feel good all the time and and generally uh, would sleep well, especially when you're training 15 hours a week, which I was at the time. But in actual fact, I, I was whacked. I was probably a little bit overtrained as well. But I introduced carbs back into my diet. And I'm so glad I did because now that I'm a certified health coach and I've learned about these things, I now know that that carbs are critical to having your hormones uh, in check. And so I had to kind of recover, although I did well, I performed well, it wasn't a long-term track for me. Now, I'm just sharing that story to explain that I have done a low-carb diet in a very kind of intense training situation for a long time, and it was effective in a lot of ways. I can see why people are big-time proponents of low-carb diets. But I do not believe they are good, healthy, long-term solutions for most people. And there's a lot of science I'm going to talk about here that absolutely backs that up. Now, first of all, as I mentioned, this is not something new. There's numerous studies and meta-studies on the effects of low-carb diets, especially as a weight loss method. Low-carb, low-glycemic diets don't even show positive results in diabetics, okay? Now, that is shocking to a lot of people, but the fact is uh, the research in diabetes is ongoing. It's a vast body of work, and they have found that low-carb diets do not help diabetics, which is fascinating. Again, links to the studies are in the show notes. In addition, low-carb diets have been studied in comparison to other diets, and found to be no more effective. In 2017, a meta-study was conducted on 32 controlled feeding studies. Now, to ensure the validity of these studies, the participants were actually provided all of their food, okay? This has eliminated a lot of human error because they were given their diet, which had differing amounts of carbs and fats, but the exact amount of protein and the exact total calories, okay? So the only thing they tested was low-carb versus low-fat versus just a regular diet. And again, the study proved that the low-fat or the low-carb versions of those diets were no more effective than a well-balanced diet. As a matter of fact, they found the low-fat diet was the best, but but it was best by a tiny margin uh, so small that they the, the researchers determined it was physiologically meaningless. So really, low-carb and low-fat, either way, there was no advantage over just normal eating. Now, if you really want to explore this for yourself, there's a link on the website to research done by examine.com with 17 links to research uh, studies that they uh, have found. And so you might want to check that out if you want to really geek out on this stuff and really dive deep and see if uh, what I'm saying is is true. But after you read this stuff, no reasonable person could not be convinced of the argument that low-carb diets just are not superior to other types of diets. But but why is this? I mean, the advocates of keto and other low-carb diets are losing weight. They feel terrific. In some cases, they're overcoming debilitating conditions. So, So what gives with that? Well, the best answer of why people are having tremendous seeming success and real success, don't get me wrong, with these diets does not lie in the fact that they are eating reduced carb diets. It lies in the fact that by going on a keto or low carb diet, they are for the most part eliminating junk food. You see, to be in ketosis, you can't drink pop, you can't have candy or chocolate or bread or even a banana. 
And in my opinion, that's where the diet kind of goes off the rails. Because once you can't eat fruit, that's just beyond the pale. That's just a little bit outside of the lines. Now we're talking about you can't go to a party and have a good time and enjoy the food that's served, right? You, you now are following something so strict that normal society becomes difficult. And for the vast majority of people, that's not healthy mentally or physically. So Precision Nutrition has a great article about the quote named diets that I will also link to in the show notes. It's called Paleo Vegan Intermittent Fasting dot dot dot. Here's how to choose the absolute best diet for you. It's by Dr. John Berardi, one of the co-founders of Precision Nutrition. And I highly recommend you read that article. Again, I'll link to it. But I'm going to quote a few paragraphs of that article for you. Quote, A while back, I did a short media blitz in Toronto, appearing on three TV networks and speaking with 13 print journalists in a single day. While the journalist's questions ranged from health and weight loss to sports nutrition, one particular theme kept emerging. They wanted to know which, quote, nutrition camp I belong to. From one award-winning journalist, I visited your website and I'm still not sure. Do you guys believe in paleo or do you believe in the standard RD stuff? From a TV broadcaster, on air no less. Your coaching program sounds great, but if I were to sign up for it, would I have to cut out all my carbs? And from a production TV assistant on a television program, I have a friend who's vegan and she's super healthy. I'm thinking of trying it. What do you think? In that one day, I received at least a dozen questions like this, all of which essentially ask the same thing. What's the best diet for people to follow? After answering the same questions over and over again, I started to get annoyed. Not at the journalists, mind you, but at myself. Because even after years of the same question, I haven't yet come up with a pithy one-liner response. I simply don't fall into a single diet camp. And that confuses the hell out of people, since the human brain likes easy categorization. But, but, I need to fit you into one of these nice little nutrition boxes. If I could help people stick me and Precision Nutrition into the right nutrition box, I would. Believe me, it'd make things a lot easier. But I just can't do it. Here's why. I don't believe there's a single, absolutely, positively, without a doubt, best diet for every person to follow, always and forever. Spend enough time actually working with clients like we do every day, and you'll probably start to feel the same way too. Think about this. Our coaching program has been tested with over 100,000 clients in 100 different countries and been validated in several peer-reviewed scientific studies. You can imagine the diversity. Body type, dietary preferences and exclusions, budget, organic versus conventional foods, nutritional knowledge, and time available. You get the picture. There's simply no way we'd be able to help all those folks make incremental improvements in their eating if we were militant about a single nutrition paradigm. End of quote. That was a really long quote. I'm sorry. I hope you hung in there and found that interesting. He goes on in the rest of the article to explain why the best nutrition coaches do not subscribe to a single nutritional philosophy. They are nutritionally agnostic. They know that physiologically the human body can do well under a ton of physiologically different conditions. Uh, There's a fascinating episode on this on my blog. Uh, It's episode, let's see, 30. Yeah, episode 30 with blogger Lawrence Stewart about the blue zones. And those are the four areas of the world where people enjoy the best health 
and the longest lifespans of any other people. And they are very, very different from each other. One is in California, one's in Japan, one's in Greece, and another is in Russia. And as you can imagine, the nutritional differences are vast. If there really was one best diet, then it wouldn't be possible for the four healthiest areas of the world to be so significantly different from each other. So back to Dr. Berardi. He says that the reasons any of the named diets work, including keto and low-carb, is because of the five similarities that all diets have. Number one, they all raise nutritional awareness and attention. And simply paying attention to what you are eating is a key factor to improved health. Number two, they focus on food quality. People following almost any named diet try to eat higher quality meats and plant-based foods than those on the SAD diet, S-A-D, Standard American Diet. Number three, they help eliminate deficiencies by shifting from factory foods and foods in boxes to more farm and fresh foods. They get more phytonutrients, zoochemicals, and healthier macros, proteins, carbs, fat as well. Number four, they control their appetite and food intake better because they're, quote, on a diet. And number five, all diets promote a healthy lifestyle and exercise. Many people who go onto these named diets are hanging around with other people who do the same thing. They often change the, the, the people they're, they're with. They join a gym. They join a yoga class or a club of some sort. And so all of these lifestyle changes is what really makes these things these things work, but they think that it's the book that they read or the program that they're following and they tell all their friends, oh, you got to try this low-fat diet. Oh, you got to try this low-carb diet. Oh, you got to try this vegan diet, the carnivore diet. It's working like a charm. In actual fact, it's not the named diet that's doing the trick. It's these other things. So in the end, it's best to simply go for a healthy diet and lifestyle eating higher quality farm foods, less junk food, and a healthy mix of proteins, fats, and carbs. And it just keeps your life sane. You're able to attend parties. You're able to to have a treat now and then. You're able to be very healthy, very fit, feel your best, be at your best without having to count calories, without having to think about everything you put in your mouth and becoming obsessive about your food, which really doesn't make for a good and healthy uh, lifestyle or for personal well-being. Now, one of the things I'm really excited about, and I've talked about this on earlier episodes, is the test group I did on our own Dairobi Undiet. I've got a podcast episode on that. I highly recommend you check that out because the Undiet is basically taking all these principles that I learned as a precision nutrition coach and boiling it down into something that people can easily follow that does not tell you exactly what you can and can't eat. Instead, it gives you excellent guidelines and the latest nutritional science so that you can simply eat normal food and yet lose weight, be more fit, and all in a very easy-to-do way. The people that were in our test group, uh, I did uh, three surveys along the way. And, uh, and, and all the way, and, 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 and every question I, 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 or survey I did, um, all along the way, from the beginning to the middle to the end, the results were very, very positive. People loved it. A lot of people lost a lot of weight. 
uh, we had uh, one couple, uh, he lost 11 pounds, she lost 10 pounds in like the first uh, 20 days. So that's fairly rapid weight loss. We had several people lose that type of weight. We had others lose more slowly, but just loved the lifestyle. They loved the fact they weren't on a diet, that they weren't doing something that was way outside the norm, that after they lost the weight, they were going to go back to a normal diet. So they loved the fact that it was based on long-term and effective strategies that were things that they could do and things that they could teach their family. So check that out. Again, blog.dirobi.com and find the undiet. As a matter of fact, I've done a video on it and some other things. So you can just use the Google and you just Google Dairobi undiet and uh, lots of information will actually uh, pop up. So we've got that. Oh, in addition, those of you listening, you know, if you like what you hear from Dr. John Berardi, uh, you know, to me, he's he's just kind of the king of nutrition on our planet right now. I know, you know, he's got MMA fighters, he's got hockey players, he's got all kinds of pro athletes. Uh, I just don't think anyone gets nutritional science like Dr. John Berardi, and and the way he delivers it through Precision Nutrition is just phenomenal. And I'm personally doing Precision Nutrition again myself. I'm a coach in Precision Nutrition, but I'm doing it as a client again. As a matter of fact, I'll probably just start it again next year and just keep on going through it because it just keeps me on track so well. You get daily updates every single morning of uh, different ideas and habits. It just walks you down the path of developing a healthier lifestyle. And we deliver that software for a very reasonable price, uh, free. So uh, we, we have what we call transformation packs on our website, where if you're interested in this coaching, if you buy any of our transformation packs, you get precision nutrition coaching for free. So well worth checking that out as well so that you can get this type of information on a daily basis and develop out your own internal methods and things that work for you uh, through the latest and greatest in nutritional research and and delivery uh, all while getting you know very high quality supplements like uh, multi uh, our multi and mineral supplement for example that's called our core package and it's 67 bucks a month for 67 bucks a month you get a very high-end mineral and and multi supplement as well as the precision nutrition course which costs 179 dollars a month at precisionnutrition.com so a uh, great deal there so and uh, i'm done with pitching um, and uh, I actually didn't plan on uh, uh, doing that other than that just, it just leads naturally from once you understand the way these named diets work and some of the downside of them, it is nice to have something that's based on a real-world situation where you don't have to become any of the named things. You don't have to consider yourself a vegan or a megan or keto or low-fat, low, low whatever, like South Beach, you don't have to do any of those. You don't even have to be on a diet. You just simply start living more healthy and getting on an upward spiral of improved health, weight loss, improved fitness. It's a wonderful thing and it doesn't require you to never eat a banana or never go to a party. And so uh, you can, again, learn about that at dairobi.com. Until next time, this is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success.